We got Corey Taylor on the phone to Slipknot playing the Air Canada Center with Corn this Sunday for the Prepare for Hell tour. Uh, tickets still available on our website, hitsfm.com. Now, Corey, no, you guys have won Grammys, you've gone multi platinum, and it's pretty rare that heavy metal bands have had such mainstream success like you guys. Did you picture yourselves, you know, going on arena tours all across the world when you first started jamming with Slipknot? No. <laughs> no. What are you, crazy? <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. No one is more surprised by our success than I am because it's just... Dude, I mean, do the math. You know, nine dudes playing metal music wearing masks from Iowa. Yeah, that 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 looks exactly like the play you draw up on paper, and it just works. No, it's crazy, man. You know, I mean... We were we didn't expect any of this. We 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 would have been happy being the band that you know we made an album. Hopefully, maybe at the most we sold you know 150, 200, 200,000 copies, and we could just tour. Yeah. You know, so everything after that was just gravy. So it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. <laughs> Man, you guys are playing in Toronto on Sunday at the Air Canada Centre, and, and when a lot of people in this area, they think of Toronto and the Air Canada Centre, they think of, like, rich businessmen in suits, talking about business, watching the Toronto Maple Leafs. That is not going to be the case on Sunday. What's it been like on this tour, man? Are, are people digging the new tunes? Yeah, man. I mean, the, the cool thing is, is that people are reacting to the new material just the same way they react to, to the, the older stuff. Mm -hmm. And to me... It feels like the newer stuff fits in really well with the old stuff, man. Like it's, it's a, it's probably one of the best sets we've ever put together, and we've got three different sets yeah. that we're playing right now. Um, we have a because because certain shows are so close together, we decided that we were going to do three different night, like put together three different nights. So, no matter what show you came to, you got different songs. Oh, that's awesome. And. Uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like every night, like we, uh, you know, we we play the new stuff right against the old stuff, and the reaction is just the same. Like you take Custer, which I knew was going to be a great live tune, mm -hmm. and every time we start that, man, people lose their minds. Like it's just it's fantastic, and that's exactly what you want, especially when it's been so long between albums. We've been through so much as a band. For us to have this much positivity, I mean, it's it's an, it's enough to make you just go, this is why I got in the business. Mm -hmm. This is why I wanted to do this, you know? And man, your new album, uh, Five the Great Chapter, it's in memory of Paul Gray, your bassist, who passed away a couple years ago. Was it hard for Slipknot to move on after his death, and did writing this album help you guys move on? You know, I mean, you know, the music came pretty quick. Once we once we decided to, to really dedicate ourselves to, to making a new album, mm -hmm. The music came together really quick. It was the opening up that really that we needed to do, but was was hard at first, you know, because we were all kind of dealing with it in our own ways and not really realizing that you know we were all kind of experiencing the same levels in, in the in the grieving process. You know? Yeah. So it, it was it was it was good for us to kind of share everything and. And, and let it go, but it, it took a little. It took a little longer to get there, but once we did, I mean, it was it was all go, you know. And I think that's why this album is so vital, is because it's so honest, and it's it's 
it's kind of showing people all sides of the emotions that you go through when you lose someone like that. Corey, I was talking to uh, Josh Todd of Buck Cherry not too long ago, and he told me that he mm. believes to to be successful as a rock star, you almost need to have a lot of baggage, you need to be damaged goods, and you need to have bad things happen to you to be creative, to be successful, to write things that people can relate to. Do you, do you believe that? I think so. I mean, and I, and I love Josh. I, I respect the hell out of him. I, I think in a way, you, you have to have gone through some adversity because it makes you want it more. It makes you fight for it. You know, the, the people who were handed stuff, they tend to squander what little talent they have, and they, they, they take everything for granted, and these are the people who end up feeling very entitled. Whereas when you come from nothing, and all you have is, is the talent and the will to do it, you tend to, you know, you, you don't lose any ground. You know, you keep reaching for things that you want, and it keeps, you know, pushing you to be creative and to be the best and to write, you know, and to, to, you know, to put everything you've got into the, into the creative process. I don't think you need to continue being that way, but I think in a way, if you kind of start from that mindset, it helps you become an observer later on and it helps you, you know, write about different things, you know, where once you started out writing about the darker stuff, now it, it helps you kind of wrap your head around the way the world is and you can you can write about different things and, 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 and come at it from a different perspective. And, and you guys have gone through a lot, like you said lately. Uh, you know, Paul's gone, Joey's gone. You have two new members who recorded with you on this new album and they're on tour with you. But what I love that you guys have done is you haven't actually made them official members of Slipknot yet. What does it take to become a part of Slipknot? Time, commitment, passion, um, bringing something different to the table that maybe we, we didn't think of or we weren't expecting, you know? Um, and that's not to say that, you know, these guys don't have a shot at it, you know, and they're certainly, they're certainly doing well. I mean, we're, we're, this is some of the most fun we've ever had on, on the road and they're just kicking a lot of ass on, on, on the tour. So they're, they're definitely paying their bones, you Mm -hmm. know, um, but it takes time, you know. I mean, the thing that the, the seven of us have in common is that we built this from nothing over the course of 15 years, yeah. you know. So it's kind of, it, it, they're kind of at a disadvantage when it comes to that. But, you know, if there's, you know, if they're still with us and they still want it after everything is said and done, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I know we caught a lot of, uh, we caught some grief because of that, you know, and but people have to understand, it's like, that's the way the world works, and yeah. that's the way this band works. You're not given anything, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta claim your stake, and by that, you gotta earn it. So, to me, um, and knowing these guys, and knowing, you know, the, the passion they bring to it, and the fact that they were fans to begin with, you know, I, I know that they respect that, and, and they haven't complained once, they've been completely in it, and it's you know the proof is in the pudding man every show has been fantastic awesome man Corey, i i, I want to touch on the masks here for a quick second i know that you know slipknot before you joined the band they had the mask going on but w- what was the whole deal behind the masks of slipknot you know i mean it's definitely something that you know when you think of us you think of the masks 
But in a lot of ways as well, I think when people think of Slipknot now, they also think of the music. And mm-hmm. that was kind of the point. You know, when I joined, you know, I wasn't really sure what the masks represented, you know. And the, the great thing is, is that nobody really told me. You know, I kind of had to figure it out on my own. And, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to be in that band is because I was a fan, um, even on a local level. You know, I was a huge fan of this band. So, you know, with, without really talking to anybody, I kind of figured out that, you know, maybe the mask means something different to everyone, you know, and that's why it works. You know, it doesn't have to be that all-encompassing value. But for me, and just from, just from my point of view, um, the mask for me represents the person inside who may or may not have a voice or you may or may not have the courage to give them a, give that person a voice because it may be controversial it may be a little too dark it may be a little too harsh um, but if you don't give that person a voice you know it, it almost becomes like your inner disenfranchised yeah you know that the person who gets looked over um, who doesn't get to you know speak their mind or speak their heart and it becomes uh you know, it, it, it gets held back, and then all of a sudden it kind of overcompensates and takes over for the rest of you. So that's what it became for me, and that's what it still means to me this, to this day. And, 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 Corey, you know, a lot of people I know they that wear masks, they, you know, they might hide behind them and stuff like that. And Slipknot, your music is so aggressive, and, and you guys go crazy on stage. Do you think Slipknot could be Slipknot the way you guys are today without the masks? You know, I mean, I, I, I think in a way we could but I don't think we'd want to, you know? I mean, I always think back to when Kiss took the makeup off um, back in the 80s. And, you know, I I know why they did it, because they kind of hit a wall and it was time to evolve for them. But for us, you know, the masks always evolve for the most part and our look always evolves. So I think because we're constantly changing, we don't feel that pressure to take them off, you know, because we... We allow ourselves to to roll with the with the, the times and and to, to change with you know the the albums. So even though I, I think we could, I don't think we will because it's it's not a, it's not just about the mask. It's about everything. It's about you, you think about an engine. An engine is not just the carburetors. An engine is not just the fuel injectors. An engine is not just you know the intakes and everything it's it's all of those parts working together that makes that engine work mm-hmm. and that's what this band is you know it's not just about the masks not just about the out the the you know the outfits and the coveralls it's not just about the insanity it, you know you, you have to kind of have all of those parts included with the music and the art and everything and that is what slipknot is about that'd be like saying well, you'd think Slipknot could, you know, you know, be Slipknot without playing that type of music. Mm-hmm. And no, I absolutely not. You know, I think the the music is just as integral as the masks are. Lastly, here, buddy, I know you got to go. You're playing with Corn uh, this Sunday, Air Canada Center in Toronto. Is there anything you want to let the fans know here, man, in Southern Ontario, about what they can expect when they head down there on Sunday? I hope everyone in t- in Ontario is prepared have one of the best nights of your life because so
so far, this has been the best tour we've ever been a part of. Um, not only just because of the fans who show up and have a great time with us, but because of the bands that we're on the road with. I mean, King 810 is a fantastic young band, really great, really hungry. And Korn, not only have they been peers of ours forever, but they've been really good friends and brothers for a long time now. And this is a tour that we have wanted on both sides. You know, Korn wanted to do this, and we wanted to do this, and we've been trying to put this together forever. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're doing it now, it's almost like a celebration. And, and because of that, we're going above and beyond for the fans. So hopefully the fans are prepared for everything that comes with that. They're prepared for a great show. They're prepared to have a good time. They're prepared to scream their heads off. Just be prepared for hell. And that's what it comes down to. Awesome, brother. Well, uh, thanks for taking some time to chat with us, man, and get some rest, and we'll see you on Sunday. Absolutely, man. Sounds good, brother. Awesome, buddy. Have a good one, dude. All right, you too, man. Bye.